All right. Next up on Atlanta Business Radio this morning, we have life coach, entrepreneur, public speaker, and chief executive officer with Sleep is for Suckers. That seems like a, kind of a thought-provoking <laughs> caption there. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, Mr. David Shands. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, did he have the claps? Do you have the claps? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Fine. So you don't have I was waiting on the claps. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, what was your experience at Harvard like? Much like mine? Um, I seen it on TV. You know, <laughs> look cool. <laughs> Actually, I didn't uh, get all the way through college. I dropped out three times, um, three different schools. I just couldn't get it together. I don't know what it was. I understand. Well, I was one of the better ping pong players at Pensacola Junior College, so I can put that on my resume, but beyond that, my academic resume doesn't look too sharp either. But it seems like you're accomplishing a lot, having a lot of good fun. What are you out there doing for folks? Um, well, I teach entrepreneurship. That is my passion. I used to work at the Cheesecake Factory. I was there for six years, and um, three and a half years into it, I started this company called Sleep is for Suckers. Let me tell a story. I tell a lot of stories. So this young lady, she, uh, we were at the bread station, cutting bread from my table, and she said, hey, your birthday's coming up. What are we going to do for your birthday? I said, I don't know. She said, let's go back to the same place we went last year. Um, everybody came out from the job. We hung out, had a good time. I said, cool, no problem. She, uh, she's like, okay, cool, I'll go tell, tell everybody. And you ever seen a TV show where like, the, the, the lights get dim and it's like a spotlight on the one person and then the soft music plays? All that <laughs> went down in my head. And I had this reflective moment because I was thinking about it. I said, wow, I'm going to celebrate my birthday at the same place I celebrated at last year with the same people I celebrated with last year. Nothing wrong with celebrating your birthday at the same place with the same people, but I was working at the same job. I remember driving home and I take my tips and I put it in the bank in my bank account. And when I put the money in the bank, I realized I got the receipt and I realized that my bank balance was about where it was last year for the birthday. I had to buy new clothes because I had the same closet. As last year, I stayed in the same place, drove the same car. So nothing's changed in 12 months. I could have literally gotten a car accident and been in a coma for 12 months and woke up and everything's exactly the same. I said, there's a, there's a problem here. There's nothing to celebrate. So uh, I made a decision that I would not celebrate my birthday until I left my job. So two and a half years, um, I worked every single day on this business. And here we are. So that night, did you go out? Um, okay, I did go that night. I did go, <laughs> but I was tired of it. I was, I did, I went reluctantly. Okay. <laughs> so you, you decided I'm gonna um, make a change, and you decided the change was gonna be entrepreneurship. You weren't gonna get a better job or be the manager of the cheesecake factory. You wanted the change to be really disruptive, and then uh, kind of shake it up a little bit. Well, um, I never really wanted to be there that long because when I first started training, I was training with a girl named Kat. And I asked her, um, you know, how long have you been here? And she said, three years. This is like training. Like, I'm in training. She's like the senior person. She says she's been there three years. And I judged her a little bit. I'm like, you've been working at a restaurant for three years? A little bit of judgment. And then I woke up one day, and I was there for three and a half. And then I wound up being there for six years. But the three and a half years into it, um, I just figured I had to make some kind of change. So um, I started this company and just... So that company in. is a clothing brand? Correct. So it started with a clothing brand, um, and that clothing brand allowed me to go from you know working at my job to being full-time. I opened a kiosk in Cumberland Mall, and uh, that went really well. And then I started teaching. People kept asking me, how'd you leave your job? How'd you leave your job? So I started teaching how to go from your job to your dream. Then I wrote a book, which I have a book for you guys. Uh, Dreams are built overnight, so it talks about how to create a bridge from your day job to your daydream. Mm -hmm. And then, so now... Um 
talk about the beginning of having a clothing line. So that's, did you know, I mean, you worked at Cheesecake Factory, so how much knowledge did you have about creating clothing lines? Uh, not much. I used to paint t-shirts in college. So you were, you were kind of graphically inclined? Not really. Not really. Uh, my, my art style on the t-shirts were abstract. I just abstract. throw paint everywhere and put a word on there and call it art. Like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, this is what happened. So, I don't know how I came up with the name Sleep is for Suckers, but um, I figured if you lose sleep doing what you love, you'll eventually live the dream that you only would have dreamt. So, I started selling a brand. This, this is really what happened. I put Sleep is for Suckers, like small logo on the back, and I had a design on the front. The design wasn't all that cool. I thought it was cool. It just nobody bought it. But they turned the shirt around and said, oh, sleep is for suckers. I like that. I don't like the shirt too much, but I like the name. So my, I got rid of those shirts as soon as possible. And the next run of shirts, I just put sleep is for suckers on it real big. And um, I started selling the message and not the T-shirt. And I was like, if they can buy the message, it doesn't matter what the design is. Right. So um, that's how I started selling the message. And people bought into the concept and not necessarily the creative designs. So now... Take us through that process to make that a business. So now you have literally, what, a five-word business, mm -hmm. right? Or whatever, how many words? Sleep is for suckers. Yeah. Two, four words. That's four. Five <laughs> Three words and a number. Three yeah, the four a is a, yeah. And then you're now building a business around this. Yep. And then so now you're putting it on shirts. Are you doing, like, who helped you with the, I got to make shirts now. I got to pay X. I got to sell it for Y. Who's teaching yeah. that? Or are you just making this up as you go along? Just making it up as I go along. And this this is why I'm, I'm so effective with uh, teaching entrepreneurship because I didn't learn it in college, the technical sides of it. I looked at it like this. Side? Yeah, I just looked at it like this. You find a, um, a, a, um, a design. And I don't design, so what do you do? Find somebody who can design. So you find have a, a buddy. Yeah, yeah. You find somebody who can. Yeah, but my I, I ran into a young lady. I said, I want to put this on a shirt. Can you make it? She said, Yeah. She does graphic design. I said, Cool. So I paid her like a hundred dollars for the right. logo. And then I said, Okay, how am I going to get shirts printed? So I went on this new website. It just came out. Um, it's called Google.com. Yeah, and I typed in uh, where to get shirts printed, like in all those words. And then these shirt printing companies came up, called them. And I said, hey, I want to make some shirts. They said, cool, come on in with the design that I got for $100. And I gave it to them. And they said, okay, this is how much it's going to be to print it. And I printed it. So but you needed then a bunch of money to pay for the initial run of the shirts? Not really. It's about $300. So $300 got yeah. you some money. Yeah, save some of my so tips. $300 there and then 100 for the design, $400. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. You now have how many shirts? Um, I think I got, uh, it was like, yeah, yeah, a couple dozen shirts. But, um, and people say they need like startup capital. I literally saved $40 out of my tips every week for 10 weeks. Like, and I, I think people think entrepreneurship is rocket science, and it's not. Well, they think I gotta have a million dollars because they hear these stories. These oh, people yeah. raise $10 million. These, so they don't understand you can do it with a few hundred dollars. Yeah, I looked at the numbers. It cost me $6 to print t shirts, and I sell them for 25 I was like, wow, that's a lot of money, $19. <laughs> you take some of the 19 you put it away for reinvestment of capital, and just keep growing. Just keep growing it. Well, it sounds like, Robert, this is your right up your alley. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself.
in the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Ufi lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. 
quick charging. It's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Totally. Uh, on a much smaller scale. Right? No, 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 I love it. It's the same, it's the same concept. It's it the same concept. It's literally, he does exactly what you do. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Right? No, no, it really is. It's exactly what. And it's funny because a lot of people do think, yeah, it's going to be a ton of money, a ton of time. It's a ton of time. It may not be a ton of money, right? Yeah. In fact, you might be best not spending any money yeah. or bootstrapping it yourself. So, yeah, it's. Um, there's a there's a funny thing. Everyone thinks there's like an overnight success. You know, people call Pinterest an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like seven years overnight success. It's the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. I go into schools and I teach kids the same concept. So this is this is my experience as a kid. I, I used to um, rake leaves, and this uh, my dad made me do it for free. It was really like slave work because he like <laughs> paid me. You know what I'm saying? He paid me in food and stuff, right? So I was exactly. So I was raking leaves, and I looked across the street, and the lady, um, the lady across the street, she had leaves all over her lawn. Now I thought the leaves were pretty. I liked the colors, right? But I was like, I wonder if she doesn't like it. So I went across the street, knocked on the door, and I asked her if um, if I could rake her leaves. And she said yes. And she said, How much are you going to charge me? I didn't know. I was like, I just, I don't know. I make about ten dollars a week. At, over with my dad, so for you know, um, ten dollars. She said, "Cool," and I raked the leaves and I started a little business. But this is what I teach the kids, right? Say, for instance, you're um, you're mowing lawn, you're mowing lawns. You know, I, I'm actually coming out with a little series where the kid he mows the lawn, right? And he looks across the street, same story, and says, "Hey, Miss Johnson's lawn isn't mowed." I'm gonna ask her if I can mow the lawn. So he goes across the street and says, "Hey, Miss Johnson, can I mow your lawn?" She says, "Sure, twenty bucks." He says, "Great." He tries to start the lawnmower. He says, "I don't have any gas in the in the lawnmower." So he asks his dad, "Hey, dad, can I have a couple dollars to get some gas?" He says, um, "Go get a job." And he said, "I don't have a job. I'm, that's why I'm asking you money for money." And he said, "If you had a job, you wouldn't have to ask me for money." I'm like, "Yo, it's so confusing." So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. This is a cartoon that I'm making. So the kid has this idea. I'm going to go across the street with a contract that says um, all of my um, clients 
they're required to pay a 50% deposit. So you need to give me $10 before we start. He takes the $10, he goes to get the gas, comes back, puts the gas in the lawnmower, cuts the grass, comes to get the other $10. Now he's in business. He started with no money, right. just innovation, right? But his next goal is to get more clients. But his next goal is to find another, um, to save his money to buy another lawnmower. And what's he gonna do with the other lawnmower? Find another buddy that can mow two lawns. Exactly. Say, hey, you ain't doing nothing at the school anyway. I give you $15 to mow this lawn. And you got these contracts where you're making money. So it's just entrepreneurship. Just Well, it's a mindset. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, it's great that you're sharing this mindset. So now are you finding the young people are open to this? Is this kind of life-changing for them? or is this, Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's changing the framing of how they might see a career. Because yeah. some people think it's like you thought, I have to get a job. But you can also create your own job. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, kids are super receptive to it. Um, the, uh, they're, they're starting to understand that they can have an idea and make their own money. And I love teaching kids because they got an advantage because they're young. You ever seen a kid tell you a candy bar for $5? I'm like, yo, this snicker costs 75 cents <laughs> in Walmart. But you buy it. Like, here, take the $5. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yeah, they get they get me every now and again, but um, they're 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 young, and I'm teaching them how to tell the story of being young and in business. That's currency. So now, uh, so you do you still have the clothing line? Is that still going? Absolutely. In the background? You got your book line, right? You got dreams are built overnight. That's a book you got yeah. out. You're mentoring young people, so you're building a whole kind of uh, empire here. Yeah, and the the biggest thing I have now is a small business coaching program. It's called Sleepless Nights. Night with a Kato, like nights, like that. Play on words. I'm into it. Oh, you like that? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's called Sleepless Nights. We have a huge coaching program all across the country where small businesses just have ideas and they need help. So we do like three calls a week. Um, you know, I'm, I've been coaching since this morning, text messages. I do one-on-ones. Um, and the testimonials, my God. From, I mean, there, there's so many testimonials of how people started in the program and now their business is rolling or some people actually quit their job and replace their income right. just based on the principles of entrepreneurship, learning them. Isn't there a corporate application for this as well? I, surely what you're doing is very attractive and I'm very enamored with everything you're saying about entrepreneurialism and I'm particularly... Uh, interested in, in, in young people, you know, at least exploring this mindset. But there's also this idea of even though you may work at a really large organization, having an entrepreneurial mindset in your department or individually can be very productive for oh, the for organization. Sure. Is that something you are pursuing or plan to pursue sharing some of those ideas with even big companies, people inside big companies? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that, that's another piece of my business that I've just kind of later last year kind of started and companies are bringing me in to teach culture because um, I built a movement and I have this way of getting people to work with me, not because of me, but because it helps them in their goals. So that's Brandon right there. Um, he's uh, my videographer. And when he met me, he said, hey, I love all your videos. Uh, I want to work with you. Right. So I'm telling him the vision. He said, I'll just work for free. Now, I'm not sure how long that would last, but um, <laughs> I work for your dad and you in the leash. So what I what I did with Brandon is we had the conversation because obviously he wanted to work with me, but it was very important that I find it out, um, find out what he wanted. Like, what is your goal? What is your dream? So um, I found out after he told me what his goal was, I, fi- I figured out a way to merge his goal into mine. 
So now he'll come and record me for free because he's not building my dream, he's building his. And this company that we're building together, um, it, it, it helps with his, uh, uh, his goals. So um, I teach companies how to create a culture. So a company, I j actually just came back from LA. Um, the company brought me out to talk to the, um, the, the, the owners of the company because they were having communication issues and we fixed it in you know, a couple hours. And he brought me back out to talk to all of his staff and um, yeah, so most companies that bring me, they bring me out a second time. Yep. Good stuff. So if somebody wants to learn more, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Follow me on Instagram, sleep is for suckers with the number four. Or um, hey, do me a favor, go to sleepisforsuckers.com and buy some shirts. That's a cool way to get in touch with me. Um, uh, my email is David Never info at davidneversleeps.com. Info at davidneversleeps.com. And is that the best way to get our hands on this book as well? Or uh... I brought one for you, baby. I got you. All right, but well, how about our listeners, though? Because they're all execs and entrepreneurs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so um, you can go to Amazon. It's called Dreams Are Built Overnight. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Or sleepisforsuckers.com has the book on there. Or dreamsarebuiltovernight.com has the book. So, yes, Dreams Are Built Overnight. It's on Amazon. Man, what a fun conversation. Good stuff. Doesn't this just beat the heck out of working? <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay with us. we got one more guest we're going to do here. Absolutely. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.